Welcome to Dating in the Digital Age by Core Confidence Coaching. This is a podcast for men and women around the globe who want to improve their social confidence and dating lifestyle. Hosted by your coach, Andrew Gung. I've transformed hundreds of men and women through online and in-person dating. So tune in where we'll deliver you powerful tips and insights into the world of fashion styling, dating to relationships. Let's get you started. Welcome back to episode 16, Does the Nice Guy Finish Last? This is your main man, Andrew Gung from Core Confidence Coaching. And in this episode, what we're going to cover is a follow-up from episode 15, which was the nice guy versus the bad boy. And I want to share a personal story with you, a case study of a man who went through the journey of being a nice guy for many years and having had that conditioning for so long that he endured so many painful experiences when going out on dates and coming across potential lovers where he just didn't get chosen. And he was so frustrated to the point where he was getting friend-zoned and he realized he was the nice guy for so many years. And it got to the breaking point of this individual where he knew he needed to make a change. He knew that he was getting walked all over by not just girls in his life, but people in general, his work colleagues, friends. So overall, his social life, his professional life, and his relationship life. And acknowledging that he needed to make this change, not letting his ego get in front of him, and decided this was the turning point that he needed to improve himself. He needed to improve on his masculinity, his leadership, setting boundaries with people, and standing his foot down. And this was the turning point when this boy decided to become a man. And this person has voluntarily become vulnerable with us on this episode today, being able to really pull down that wall, pull down his shield, pull down his ego, put all of his vulnerabilities out on the table and let our audience understand the pain and experiences that he endured being the nice guy for so many years. And that individual is myself, Mr. Andrew Gung. So if this is your first time tuning into Core Confidence Coaching, we are a dating and relationship coaching company based here in Melbourne, Australia. And our mission is to impact, inspire, and transform over 100 men and women by the end of 2020 through their social, dating, and relationship lifestyle. So this is a continuation from episode 15, The Nice Guy versus The Bad Boy. And what we did in the previous episode is really dived in deep and differentiated what is the nice guy versus what is the bad boy. So if you haven't checked out that episode yet, please check it out, episode 15 after this, to ensure that everything from this episode makes complete sense. So this story is of an experience that I had many years ago that, again, as I said, was a turning point in my life and was one of the main reasons why I decided to start up Core Confidence Coaching several years ago. So this particular girl, I met her at a local meetup where we are to exchange languages. So basically, I was there to learn Spanish and I was networking with a lot of Latinos, Latinas, people from Colombia. And there's a lot of people from different countries. So there was people from Japan, people from South America, people from America, Canada, you name it. And this individual from Japan, she walked into the room and my eyes lit up. And my friend that was next to me, he's like, mate, that's the type of girl you're into. And I said, dude, how do you know? And he goes, mate, that's the one. And so I stopped practicing Spanish with my friend and I walked over to her, started a conversation so many guys swarmed in trying to cock block me and I just maintained the dominance of the conversation so she didn't have any attention elsewhere. And basically, after we got to know each other, we exchanged details. I said, you know what, because you're new to Melbourne and she's from Japan, 
I said, I'm going to take you to all these nice places. And I spoke about a thousand steps, uh, Phillip Island, see the penguins and all of these great places. And I basically acted like this nice guy tour guide to her and showing 110% intent, like I was interested. I was head over heels and she was quite interested at first. I appeared to be confident, attractive, uh, spoke well of myself and spoke clearly, had good English and I gave comfort. I gave a lot of comfort in that scenario when she met me. So I set up our first date there and then, which was to be a few days later when we were both free. So my plan was to take her sightseeing that day to the mountains and to see like the top of our city from the mountain view. So I set a time and place when we were meant to meet up. And when I met up with her, long story short, because I was head over heels with this girl and I was like, oh, she's the one, you know, I had this really bad mindset like, yeah, she's the one. She's perfect. She's cute. She's uh, She likes me. And she did have interest in me and I had too much interest in her. So I straight away put off this boyfriend vibe. The instance that I met up with her at the train station in the suburbs, I brought a box of chocolates, lint chocolates, and I brought a rose and I gave that to her and I said, yeah, this is for you. And she's just like, oh yeah, thank you. You know, so straight away I gave her a gift and she hadn't done anything to earn it. So straight away, I'm putting her up on this pedestal and being the nice guy that I was, I asked her, hey, are you hungry? And she's like, yes. And I said, I know the perfect place. I wasn't quite hungry, but I wanted to meet her needs. And so I took her across the street to this tram stop restaurant. I ordered food. I paid for it. And she's like, oh, thank you again. And then anyway, we went for a drive to the mountains, took her to all these scenic places, all these really famous hotspots here in Melbourne. And she was like, wow, you know, this is really cool. Um, I was basically the friendly tour guide that day. And then I strategically on my way back to drop her home because she lived past the city. I was like, look, I'm going to stop by my parents. Do you mind coming in for a bit? And what I did was I then, because I really liked this girl, I introduced her to my parents and my niece at the first date. Like, how bad is that? I literally introduced her on the first date. So doing what a typical nice guy feels he needs to do is put out his feelings, put out his intentions all out on the table from the get-go and overly seem interested in her. Then before our second date, we got to text messaging and we're texting back and forth. And before our actual second date, she asked me, yeah, we're still good for that day, right? And I said, yes. And the date was set in the daytime again. And in my planner, I actually wrote down her name and I put a big pink highlighter around it. So to say, this is my day and I'm keeping it completely free for her. And I sent her a photo of that and how she responded, which I didn't really realize at the time. She was again, very overwhelmed. She's just like, wow, this guy's full putting me on a pedestal and I haven't really done anything. I haven't given him anything. I haven't paid for anything. And he's just basically putting me on this massive throne, this massive pedestal. He really is in love with me. And yeah, she didn't really give much response because she didn't know how to react. So day two came along. Uh, I took her to this event. Uh, it was like a Comic-Con event. We had a good time. Um, and again, on that event, I fucked it up because I started introducing her to my friends already. So she met two of my friends at this event. And one of the friends, which was a good friend of mine, came along to our date. And that was the hugest fuck up as well. So date one, she met my family and I did it during the daytime. And I acted like a happy, nice guy to a guide. Date two... 
I took her along on another date during the daytime, paid for everything, picked her up, oh, brought along my best friend, and she met another one of my friends, and it was just oh, it was too much for her. And after that experience, you'd think that she would be completely unattracted to me. But there was still hope. She was still interested in me, and she still texted me saying, thank you so much for the lovely day. And I completely overwhelmed it as the nice guy does and just sent her a massive text revealing how much I feel for her and how I miss her already and I can't wait to see her. And she just gives me a very simple response like, haha, okay. And to dig myself into a deeper hole, she needed a job urgently here in Melbourne. And I hooked her up with one of my friends who actually owns a cafe and she got a job instantly. And I felt I wanted to do this to impress upon her more. After that, I tried to set up date three and there was a bit of texting back and forth. Date three never happened because I pushed too much on her, overwhelmed her guts with all this nice guy emotion. And basically she gave me the message of, look, Andrew, you're an amazing guy, but uh, I just want to be friends. And you can imagine I invested so much energy, time, money and emotion into this one girl and I pushed away all the other girls that I was seeing at the time just for this one girl because I was like, she is the one. And I put in all this effort only to get friend zoned. And that really hurt me so bad, like really emotionally bad. A few weeks later, I hear from a mutual friend of ours that she's dating this new guy. Well, not like she was dating me, but she's dating this guy. It's going pretty serious. And it was only two to three weeks later. Then I see them out in the city a month later from that. And here he is. They're holding hands, walking to a restaurant, and my heart just burnt so bad. My gut just dropped. And he looked like a stereotypical bad boy. He had tattoos all over his arms. He was way too groomed for my liking. He looked a bit too vain and also wore a lot of bling bling. And I honestly didn't even know how to react. And fast forwarding, eight months went by, and this mutual friend of ours actually told me that she's going through a rough patch in her relationship, that this guy is mentally and physically abusive towards her. She wants to break it off, but he won't allow her. And to the point where she wants to actually stay at this mutual friend's house because she doesn't want to stay at her home with the boyfriend because they're already living together. And guess what happens not long after? I bump into her in the city and I see her and I act surprised and she looked really happy to see me. And I was like, hey, it's good to see you again. You know what? We should grab uh, dinner sometime. And she's like, yeah, sounds great. So I said, yeah, I've still got your number. I'll text you. And then we set up a time and date. I took her to this nice Korean restaurant. Again, what happened? Eight months later, my instincts of the nice guy kicked in again. Because I heard and knew that her boyfriend was this badass bad boy that treated her like shit. I felt in my mind the right place is to come as the nice guy again and show her what she missed out on and show her what she's missing. And I brought on all this nice guy traits again, didn't even allow her to pay for dinner, drove all the way to her house, dropped her home and gave her a kiss on the cheek, didn't even initiate. And she was flirting with me. She gave me all the signals that she wanted me to escalate the night, but I just didn't have it in me because I was too nice and too gentlemanlike that I had so much respect for her because I had put her on this fucking massive pedestal from eight months ago that I just, I was just like, nah, nah, I, I can't, I can't kiss her. Nah, she's got to initiate on me. And again, opportunity lost and I fucked up completely again. And at that point, I was too scared to make a move on her because I was like too respectful in my own nice guy world. 
And so we were texting back and forth for two weeks and I was trying to set up the second date from this long period of when she last went out with me properly. And so I went to set up a date during, uh, it was this event called White Night in Melbourne CBD. And I went to set up a date with her. And as we're getting close to the date, she starts getting flaky by text message. And I'm like, okay, well, she was interested when I last saw her in the city. And I heard last that she's breaking up with a boyfriend. So, you know, what gives? She should be free. Anyway, as most attractive girls, they usually have these orbiters. They float around and wait for the opportunity. And then they just jump in as soon as they hear that this girl is single, basically. So as we got closer to the date of White Knight, I'm like, okay, well, fuck. She hasn't responded back. I've messaged her. She said she's free to come along, but then she hadn't confirmed back with me on when she, where she's meeting me. So what do I do? I then call her twice and she denies my call. She rejects it. And then she's seen my message on Facebook, but she just doesn't reply to me. And she's online, doesn't reply to me, sends me a text message later that day saying, look, Andrew, I need to tell you I am seeing someone else. Basically in that short period of when she was breaking up with this other guy, she got straight into another fucking relationship and I missed the boat a second time and I was really butthurt then. And I learned a great deal from this scenario. It was fucking painful. It was a painful process over eight to nine months of just hanging on to this one girl. I was trying to impress her too much. I was overly excited to see her. I expressed too much interest consistently and I didn't give her enough space to just think about me and develop feelings. I literally smothered her time and her emotions and just clouded her mind with just Andrew, 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 pounding your phone with messages, pounding your Facebook with messages, trying to set up dates consistently. And I never really took the next step of making a move on her. And to fuck it up, introduced her to family and friends straight away, too early, too soon. And that just really pushed her away, trying to act like this boyfriend from the get-go because I didn't want anyone else to get her. And one of the biggest lessons learned then was the tighter you try and close your fist in the early stages of the game and you try and court them, you try and tie them down too soon, too early, you're basically going to scare them away. The tighter you close your fist, the further they're going to run away sooner. And when I look back at it, it was disgusting behavior I had. I was way too needy, way too available and way too accommodating. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is a clear example of a man who was serving. He had the serving mentality, whereas the type of guy that she always chose over me on several occasions was someone that was wanting to be served. The mentality you want to have when dating is be someone that has a balance of demonstrating high value, dresses well, presents himself well, but having their own interest in their life, having their own ambitions, hobbies, interests, and basically being passionate about what they do, not being desperate for their approval, and having the mindset that you don't need them because neediness is a big attraction killer. A man is on his journey in his life, and a woman wants to be alongside a man on his journey. If a man falls off his path for a moment, a woman will be there to help get him back on track on his journey. If you're a man with no journey and your journey is just the woman, then the woman has nothing to fight for. She has nothing to work for, nothing to put in, no investment to put in. When you go out on a date and you are there and you're giving yourself up to the woman, you're putting all your cards out on the table, she feels like she has nothing to fight for. A lot of the natures of a bad boy. He is someone who needs fixing. He is someone who is either aggressively obsessed with either drugs, parties, or girls, generally speaking, 
and a woman finds a lot of anchor points in this character that she can work for, she can work towards and also fix. If you are a man on your fucking journey, she wants to be on that journey. Men who are bad boys, they are on a journey in a woman's mind to becoming a decent human being, and they want to be there for this guy. A woman feels like they have to work for his approval of this person to be cared for because they're so used to being cared by by all these other guys. You are the captain of the ship and she needs to jump on that ship and you set the sail and that journey, not the other way around. If she can feel that on the date, then you have won. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes episode 16, Do Nice Guys Finish Last? I hope you really enjoyed this episode and gained a lot of insight. And if you really gained a lot of value, insight, and you felt this episode really impacted you and inspired you in a positive way, or you feel this episode could really impact and inspire someone else in your life that you know is going through similar situations, definitely share this episode and this podcast with them because it will 100% change their life. And if you haven't yet subscribed to us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, or iHeartRadio, hit that subscribe button and get all the notifications on our latest episodes on dating in the digital age. And if you are a single man and you're wanting to learn more about the art of dating relationships and social dynamics and be connected with like-minded individuals around the world just like yourself, you can find us on Facebook in our private Facebook group, Core Confidence Community, and that's exclusive to single men. Or you can find us on YouTube and just type in Core Confidence Coaching. Alternatively, if you're looking for one-on-one private coaching, you can reach out to us on our website, coreconfidencecoaching.com.au. Into our next episode, episode 17, this is Andrew Gung from Core Confidence Coaching, signing out.